All right. Good evening, everyone. Hope you're all well. Reminder again that our seum will be on Shabbos in Yer Hashem with a short seum uh, right at the end of davening, followed by a deluxe kiddush. The deluxe kiddush will have rolls. It will not be a seated kiddush. It's a regular setup for a kiddush, just that you get to be Yotze, your Suda in kiddush, and then your Shalashudas can be when you get home. Um, the way things are looking, uh, we the earliest possible mincha on Shabbos is 11.59. So depending on how long uh, Kiddush goes, <laughs> maybe we can have a mincha too after our suda, as it were, after deluxe Kiddush. We'll see, because there's not going to be dafyomi on Shabbos. That will, dafyomi will have been all of five minutes at the Is end of it. Are you seeding it off to like wash Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, yeah like a wife of course. I mean, I don't know that you'll necessarily uh, merit the together piece, but... Uh, uh, that I don't know. Yeah, we'll 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 have the walls open. So on the women's side, the tables will still be there from the women's side. So you can hop one of those tables. All right, we're starting. Um, where are we starting? We're starting halfway down um, on Daf Lamed Aleph Amid Aleph, and we're going to cover a lot of ground today. I'm going to be reading pretty quickly. The Gemara is not so difficult, but. Uh, just uh, keep a finger on the place because we're going to be moving. Uh, we're starting halfway down right above that little cutout of Haziv Lach. Uh, and I, we're actually going to look at that in just a moment because the Gemara is now going to talk about what is the Shir Shalyom for Musaf on Shabbos. So it says the Gemara, what did, the, what did they say? The Musfei de Shabbos Mahayu Omrim, what did they, they say? Amarav Onan Bar Abba Amarav Haziv Lach. Haziv Lach is a, an acronym. It's Rosh Prakim. It's the, the, the first letters of each section of much of Parshas Ha'azinu. So the He is Ha'azinu Ha'shamayim. And take a look at it's a, this little, is it a Tosvos? Okay, you got to figure out what it is. But it says Haziv Lach Ha'azinu, Zachor, Zachor Yimos Olam, Yar Kivehu, Vayar, Lule, and Ki. Those are the Parshios. Those are the little sections within Parshas Ha'azinu. So they would say all six of those. The Amar of Hanan Bar, uh, Bar just like they would be split up in the way that it was read um, in the way that it was read by Musaf on Shabbos, by the Korbanos Musaf on Shabbos, that's how the Aliyahs were also broken up in Parsha Sa'azinu for the Baal Korin. Okay, all of that has to do with Musaf. Then, what was said when they would bring the, the, the by Mincha on Shabbos? So the Kemora answers, Amar of Yochanan, they would say, Az Yasher, Umi Kamocha, and the Az Yasher. There's two Az Yashers, as we know. One is the regular one by Yitzhak Mitzrayim, one's about the Be'er. So these are the three prakim that they say. The Mi Kamocha is actually the second part of our, the original Az Yasher. So one, two, three, Az Yasher, Mi Kamocha, and Az Yasher. So the Gemara asks, last, uh, the, uh, the last of the super short lines. Hani Shabsa, Amri were they saying, on every Shabbos, they said all six little parshios of Hazinu by Musaf, and then they'd say all three parshios by Mincha. Odilma, or perhaps Kol Shabsa v'Shabsa Amrechat. They would just say one section of each on every Shabbos. How did it work out? So the Gemara responds, Tashma, three-fourths of the way down, says the Gemara, Detanya Amar Yosi Rishona Omeris Achas, by the time that all of the uh, the Musaf ones were said once, Shnia Choseris Shtayim, because remember, we said there are six sections that were said by Musaf, and three sections that were said by Mincha. So that's a X to two X ratio. So it says the Gemara, by the time they finished with one round of Musaf, they had done Shnia Choseris Shtayim, they had done two rounds 
of the Mincha, which means that they were doing it once a week. They were not saying everything with every Shabbos Musaf. And with by Mincha, they'd say just Shabbos number one. They'd say the first Aliyah. By Mincha, they'd say the first Aziyashir. And they'd keep going through the list. So it would take six weeks to get through all of the Psukim from Ha'azinu. And it would take only three weeks to do Mincha. And that is how the Gemara answers this question. The Gemara is now going to get into an Agadita uh, that is pretty lengthy with a lot of psukim. Let's get started. We're at the last of the short lines on Lamed Aleph, Amid Aleph, three-fourths of the way down, Amar of Yehuda Bar Yidi, Amar of Yochanan. Eser Masos Nasa Shechina Mikrae. There were 10 travelings of the Shechina from Psukim. Uchenegdan, and similarly, there was also Galsa Sanhedrin Migmara. We also know that the Sanhedrin moved around multiple times, Migmara, but that's a tradition that's not based on, on Psukim. So again, 10 movements of the Shechina based on Psukim, and 10 movements of the Sanhedrin not based on Psukim, but rather on a tradition. What were the Eser Masos Nasa Shechina Mikrae? Says the Gemara, the, the Shechina moved Mikaporis Lekruv. It moved from the Kaporis to the Kruv, and Mikruv Lekruv, from one Kruv to the other, when we prove the miftan from the kruv to the miftan, the threshold of that room, when we miftan the chatzer and out into the chatzer, when we chatzer the mizbech over to the mizbech, when we mizbech the gag over to the roof, when we gag the choma into the walls of the city, when we choma the ear out to the city, when we ear lehar up onto a mountain, when we har the midbar into the desert. Those are the ten steps that the shechina took. When we midbar also v'yashva b'mekoma and from the midbar, the shechina went back to its place up in Shamayim. Says the Gemara, twelve lines from the bottom. Shneamar ein chashuv b'mekomi. I'm going to go back to my place. That's what the Gemara says. Then uh, as a little bit of detail. We learned about these 10 steps. How do we know about all of these 10 steps? The Gemara says three lines into the very wide lines. Mikapores, excuse me, two lines. Mikapores, the Kruv. We already said above from the Kapores to the Kruv, Mikruv, the Kruv. Mikruv, the Miftan. How do we know all of those are true? That the Shechina went to those locations. The Pasuk says first, So that's what we know it started there. And then another Pasuk says, That it was on one of the Kruvim. And then it says, um, And that includes all of that. Okay, what's next? When we miftan the chatzar, what's the pasuk? How do we know that the shechina moved from the threshold to the chatzar? Says the gemara, "Dechsiv ayimali habayis es he'anon ve'achatzar melea es nagak vod Hashem." So we see that it went to the chatzar. Chatzar lemiz mizbeach. How do we know that it went from? That the Shechina went from the Chatzot to the Mizbech. I saw that Hashem was sitting on the Mizbech, so we know the Shechina moved there. What about a Mizbech Lagag? How do we know that it went onto the roof? Tchsiv Tov Lasheves Al Pinas Hagag. It's good that the Shechina is sitting on the corner of the roof. What about Migag Lachoma? How do we know the Shechina went to the Choma? Says the Gemara Vinei Hashem Nitzav Al Chomas. How do you read that word? Chomas Ancha. What is that? Anach. So the Gemara says that it moved over to the Choma. How about Mi Choma Leir Dechsiv Kol Hashem. That it went over to the city. What about the mountain? What about How do we know that it got to the desert? Because from the midbar went up to the heavens. The shechina went all the way up. So the Gemara details all ten steps. <clears throat> We actually have a halachic reality to the Shechina. It's not just Stam and Agarita. We know that in Simon Kuf Beis, in the Gemara, based on the Gemara and Brachos, is that when the person behind you is in Shemona Esrei, the concern about backing up into them is not distracting them. That's not the problem. The problem is that you're, you're interfering with Shechina, and that is unacceptable. So there are great stories of great Kedolim who have done great things. I shared the story back in Masechus Brachos, most likely that 
my uh, my good friend Johnny, we were in Shalvim together. We went to go see Rav Chaim Kanievsky, and everybody wanted to be close to the Godel Ador. So my friend Johnny was standing right behind Rav Chaim Kanievsky, and he had the longest Shmona Esrei ever. All of a sudden, you see Rav Chaim Kanievsky is like, so every couple of minutes, he's turning around to see if my friend Johnny finished his Shmona Esrei. The Godel Ador is sitting in wait. The Shechina was there. It had nothing to do with Johnny. The Shechina was there. You're not allowed to interrupt. So that's uh, the Shechina is a Metzias. There is a reality to it. It's not just conceptual. It's not just uh, metaphorical or, or euphemism of some kind. It's the real deal. And that is what the Gemara is detailing here. Three lines from the bottom. Wow. Kodesh Baruch Hu waited six, month, six months for the Jews to do tshuva. And we didn't. Keban Amar Tipach Atman, they uh, have caused agony for themselves. Shinema, the Pasik says, the uh, eyes of the Rishaim Tichlana will be consumed, Umanos Avad Minahem, and they will lose all uh, escapes. The Tikvasa Mipach Nefesh, and their hope is going to be uh, agony of the soul. Uchanegdan, uh, uh, period. And that's uh, what it, that was that little short piece about the six months. Uchanegdan, we had also said that. Correlating to the movements of the Shechina, we also saw that Galsa Sanhedrin, that the Sanhedrin moved many times. That's Migamar, that's from the tradition, that is not from Psukim and Chomesh, obviously. Of course, we know bottom of Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, Milishka, Sagazis, that's where it started. And then the Chanus, it went to the stores. The store is an interesting discussion here. What does it mean that they went to the stores? So the Mephorshim explained that we were talking about um, moving the Bezdin to other places because there were so many cases that they had to deal with. They couldn't all fit in one place, so they split up the, the Batedin to other places. Mechanus Yerushalayim, from the stores to Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim to Yavne, and turning to the top of Lamed Aleph, from the base, Yavne Usha, and then back, Usha Yavne, and then back again, Yavne Usha, a little back and forth, Usha Shafram, Shafram, Sharim, Tveria. But Tveria was the worst. The Sanhedrin at that time was the worst of all of them at that time. But very Amuka Mikulan, it was in the worst depths of all of them. Shana'mar, Tadabri. Fine. That's what the Gemara says about them. Rebelazar Omer Sheish Galus Shana'mar. There were six uh, uh, different levels of Galus. Shana'mar, as uh, as the Pasuk reads, key so there's a lot of downward references in the Pasuk, and that is how uh, Rebbe Lazar says that there are six such references. Um, of, course, of course, we know that from our depths is where we will arise. From that very dark place of Tveria, that is where the Geula will come from. That we will brush off our dust from that place where we are so lowly, at that Sanhedrin in Tveri, at that time, things were very bad. And that's where we'll grow from. That brings us to the next Mishnah, 12 lines down. Let's continue. We've learned a number of Takanas from Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai. We'll see in the Gemara exactly how many we will have learned in the last parak and in the previous parak and in where we are over here. It's approximately nine, but not so simple that it's nine. We'll get there. But what's the one that he's adding here? If the head of the Bezdin was Bechol Makom, Wherever he was, that was fine. But but we didn't need, when there were certain testimonies that were being given, we didn't need the Balei Din to follow the Rosh, Rosh Bezdin wherever he was. He might have been on vacation in the Alps. doesn't matter. He goes to regular Bezdin with regular Dayanim all as well. He doesn't have to follow him everywhere. And that was Xera 
of, uh, of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. So the Gemara opens with the story. Ha'itza, there was a woman, these Manuel Adina, she was summoned to come to Bezdin, Kame de Amemar, in front of Amemar, who was the Rosh Bezdin, Benahardoi. So that was the Bezdin, and a summons was sent out for her to come to Bezdin. So the Gemara says, a quarter of the way down, Ozal Amemar Lemechoza. Yeah, they were supposed to be in Nahardoi, but Amemar had some business in, uh, in, in another city. So he left, he went to Mechoza. But this woman who was summoned to Bezdin didn't follow him below Azla Basre. She didn't go to, uh, to Mechoza where he was. So Kasa Psicha Ilava. He wrote, uh, he wrote a, a strong negative comment. No, that's unacceptable. You're, you're in, uh, what's the word? Not contempt. Uh, uh, yeah, you're excommunicated. It's not the word I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay. So basically, she was in trouble that she didn't listen to Bezdin. So it says the Gemara, Amarle Ravashi la Ravashi says to Amemar, wait a second. We said that Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai put in a, a, a change of the rules that Afilu Rosh Bezdin Bechol Makom Yumui. That's your problem that you went over to Machozov. She's only supposed to go to Nahardah. Shelo Yihua Idim Holchen Ela Lemakom Havad. Oh, she only had to go as far as the as far as the Vad. That's our Mishnah right here on Lamed Aleph on the base. So why did why are you holding her in? contempt of court because you went to Mechoza. She, she doesn't have to do more than Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai says, which is to go to the local Bezdin. She doesn't have to go all the way to you. So Amar Leah, Meimar responds, you have to know how to, how to learn that sheet of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. And says the Gemara, Amar it's true by we don't want people to schlep too far because if we do that will make people not want to go to Bezdin ah, I went to go find uh, Amemar Amemar wasn't in Narda now I have to schlep all the way out to Mechoza to go find him forget it I'm not going to give testimony again so when it came to the world of Edus that is where we had the leniency of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai that one has to give testimony even and only in the local place, even if the Rosh Bezdin is far away. But with this woman, it's uh, that when it comes to a case of a Malve, then you have to go to that place where the Malve is. If you're the Love and you are pretend, you're being brought to court for the possibility of needing to return alone, so then you have to go to where the Malve lives. And that is not where we apply the leniency of Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai in our Mishnah. Tan Rabbanan, the rabbis have taught us almost halfway down on Lamed Aleph from the base, ain't kohanim rishayim lalos besandalein leduchan. You're not allowed to wear any kinds of shoes when a kohen duchans, as we all know. It's the days where you hope that the kohanim have matching socks. I have learned as a moel that when you go into Russian homes, you have to take off your shoes. Don't ever go with the gamble of, ah, the socks are close enough. Sometimes they're not close enough. So that's what the Gemara says, kohanim, they couldn't duchan unless they uh, were barefoot. Uh, you can wear socks, obviously, but you can't wear shoes. Bezo, and that is echad mitisha takano shehiskin of Yochanan ben Zakkai. That was one of the nine takanos that he said. She's the high pirka. Six are in this parak. Bechada de pirka kama. One is in the first parak. Beidach. What? So that's six plus one. That's seven. What about the other two? We said there were nine. Beidach. What is the seven? What is the what is the eighth one? So th- one seems six, to, it okay. seems it's one. No, this is one of the nine. It's one of the ones she's to hyper. It's one of the six. But the Gemara is now at, that's six. This is and then seven is in the previous parak. Now we're learning eight and nine. What? This is one of the six. It's one of the six. It's one of the six. Yeah. So it says the Gemara halfway down. The Idach. What is the eighth one? What is the eighth of the Takanos of Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai? The Tanya Gershin Iskari Bismana Zetzarch Sheyafarish Sheyafarish Rova Lakino. We said that. 
Uh, again, the Brisa says bismanazev, whatever that means. We don't know exactly. We know it's in the times of the Tanaim, so a couple hundred years uh, in the three, four hundred year range, but we don't know exactly when it was. But the Brisa says that Afal Pikain, that people still needed to separate Arova Lakino, they needed to separate money that normally a Ger would have brought Korbanas in the time of the Basin Mikdash as part of his conversion. So, uh, so here he has to separate the money. And Amr of Shem ben Elazar, Kfar Nim Ne'aler of Yochanan, let's start referring to Yochanan ben Zakkai, Ubitla Mipnea Takala. What we were concerned about is the Takala, people separating money is hectic and then not having a way to use that money in a meaningful way. That could cause for some serious problems. So that's number eight of the Takanas. What's number nine? The Idach, that's a Machlokas. Plukta the Rav Papa, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. Each of them had a different opinion of what the ninth of the Takanas of Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai was. According to Rav Papa, he says, Omar, Kerem Ravai, it has to do with Kerem Ravai, it has to do with the fourth year of an Orla tree. The way that it works is that a new tree, the first three years are prohibited to eat, that's the three years of Orla. The fourth year is called Neta Ravai, and the fourth year you're allowed, Kerem Ravai, you're allowed to eat the grapes of those uh, of those uh, of those vines, but only in Yerushalayim. You have to schlep into Yerushalayim. So we'll see what the details are about Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai in a minute. That's Shita number one. And the second possibility says the Gemara of Nachman Kamar Lashon Shel Zahuris. We learned about the Lashon Shel Zahuris Maseches Yuma that there was a crimson, the crimson uh, ribbon that was put around the seer Lazazel that would change colors miraculously. Would change colors when a Kodesh Baruch Hu would grant. Forgiveness to the Jews. So let's get into each one. Rav Papa Amar Karim Ravai Tanya. The Brisa writes Karim Ravai Hayolu Yerushalayim Halach Yom Kolzad. That if a person lived within one day's walk in any direction of Yerushalayim, they were obligated to bring the Karim Ravai, the vines of the fourth year of the grapes, to Yerushalayim. Vezohi Tchuma. Here are the cities that are the borders. We learned this. Elas Minat Safon, that the city of Elat. Americans don't call Elat Elas. But when you read it in the Gemara, it's Elas Minat It's like a funny dialect. Yeah, it's just funny that like we don't, we call it the Kosel, but we don't call it Elat Elas when we're talking about it. It's just a funny thing that we do. It's very from, super from, super from. Elas Minat Also, what does Tzafon mean? Elat in the South. So that, that's a correction in some of the Mephorshim here that it, it actually should be done. It should be the case because that's where the city is. Big discussion in the post game if that's considered chutzlaaretz or not. Is a lot considered formally part of Eretz Yisrael from the kibush of Rabbi Yeshua? Of Yeshua, these are real shilas in post game. You have to keep two days of yontif and a lot. Uh, okay, that's not for now. Akrovas, the city of Akrovas min hadaram. Maybe that should be a different girsa too. Lud min amara v'yarden min amizrach. V'amar ulu b'teimer rabbi bar ulam rav yochanan matam. What is the reason why we were obligated to bring the kerem revoy to Eretz Yisrael, to Yerushalayim? Says the Gemara, k'dei laater shuke Yerushalayim b'peiros. That was in order to make sure that the marketplaces were filled with beautiful fruits. Last of the short lines, lamed aleph min beis v'tanya, and the brayser writes kerem revoy ha'ole. Haya lo Rabbi Eliezer It was on the eastern side by Lud, next to the city of Kfartavi. Ubikesh Rabbi Eliezer and he wanted instead to be Mafkirit. don't worry about it. Rabbi, they said to Rabbi Eliezer, let's follow the flow here. Rabbi Eliezer, his Talmidim said to him, Rabbi, You don't have to worry. That's totally mutter because your friend, uh, he already gave the heter. So says the Gemara, Man who's your friend that the Talmidim were saying to Rabbi Eliezer? Who's Rabbi Eliezer's friend? Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. So that's approach number one. Uh, next, what was the Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai possibility? What was the possible takana within this world of the crimson wool? The Tanya, the Bryce writes, famous, we learned this already. 
that they used to hang a, the crimson uh, the crimson wool on the outside of the ulam so that people in the mikdash could see it. Hilbin and if it turned white, lavan. If it turned white, people were thrilled. Lo hilbin And then if they stayed red, that was a problem because then that means they didn't get tshuva. Hiskinu al pesach So then a takana was made that it should be put inside the ulam, but still. Yeah, you can't tell a Jew not to look somewhere. They were peeking in, looking around the corner. It was the ulam. It was okay for them to see inside the ulam, the restrictions on seeing things. That's a shaila that we learned about also in the Gemara, about whether, whether everyone is allowed to look into the Kodesh. Anyways, under those circumstances, they were looking into the ulam. And if it turned white, they were thrilled. And if it stayed red, they were sad. So then they added the takana yet again. That they would tie um, some of it on a rock near the cliff, near the top of the cliff, and some, on the, some of it on the horns. Okay, so these are the two approaches. That, that last takana is Rav Yochanan and Zaka. All we're discussing right now is what is the ninth takana. Uh, version one of the ninth takana is Rav Papa, is that we're talking about the fact that by Karim Revai, it does not need to be brought through Shalayim anymore. And according to Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, the ninth takana was that we no longer hung up the, um, the crimson red, the wolves, the zahuris, um, in, the mish, in the Mikdash at all. We just did it only out by, uh, by the cliff. Okay. See, these are the two shitas. Why didn't each of them hold like one another? So that's the Gemara's next mm-hmm. question. Says the Gemara, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, we're 12 lines or so from the bottom of the page. We're actually going to plow through Lamed Beis and Aleph. It'll still be quick. We'll get done in time, but it's uh, quite a bit of ground to cover, but we, we don't have a choice and we're going to get there. Says the Gemara, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak, my time alone with Papa. Why didn't Rav Nachman Bar Yitzhak say like Rav Papa's approach about the Karim Ravai, that the Takana was that we no longer have to bring Karim Ravai to Shalim? So says the Gemara, Amar Lachi Sal if you want to say that the person uh, uh, who remember we said the Talmudim said to Rabbi Eliezer, your friend was misaking. So it says the Gemara, really? That's not correct. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai wasn't his friend. Rabbo Hava. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai wasn't his chaver. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was Rabbi Eliezer's rebbe. So, therefore, it can't be Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. And that's what bugged him. So, says the Gemara, how does the other sheet explain if, in fact, it's true? And it is true that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was the Rebbe of Rabbi Eliezer. If that's true, then how do you explain the Brisa? The Brisa doesn't make any sense. Then the name of your Chavir, Rabbi Eliezer's Chavir, was not Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai. It was a Talmud. How do they explain? Because the people who were responding back to Rabbi Eliezer were his Talmud and Rabbi Eliezer's Talmudim. It's not appropriate to say to your Rav, your Rebbe told me, or your Rebbe said. Think about it. It's like not nice. You call a Rav to ask a Shaila. Let's say you call, uh, you call uh, Rabbi Shechler or Rav says ask a Shaila. And they say something, you're like, yeah, but your Rebbe said something. It's chutzpah. So the Gemara says that they didn't want to, they didn't want to say something that was not nice. So instead of referring to Rabbi, to Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai as Rabbi Eliezer's Rebbe, they called him as Chavir out of respect, out of deference, just to be more polite. Okay, what about the other way? The Rav Papa, my time, why didn't Rav Papa, who held that the, the Takana was about Karim Ravai, why doesn't he hold like, right, like Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, who says that it was about the Zahuris, the Lashon Shal Zahuris, about the, about the crimson wool? So it says the Gemara, six lines from the bottom, if you want to say that the Takana is about the Lashon Shal Zahuris, that it's about the crimson, that's impossible. We have a Lashon Shal Zahuris. We're going to see exactly when he lived. We could figure out within a the, within a, a plus or minus of a couple of years of when he was born. So it says the Gemara as follows. 
Vatanya, the Bryce writes, Kol Shnosav Shal Rabban Yochanan Ben Zakai Meve Esrim Shana. He lived 120 years. Mem Shana Asak Beprakmatia. The first 40 years he was in business. Mem Shana Lamad. For 40 years he pounded in the base measures, just sat and learned the Yom Valayla. And Mem Shana Lime. Then once he filled the Kli, then he became a teacher. Okay, so that's what he did. Vatanya, the Bryce also writes, Mem Shana Kodem Shenech Rab Habayis. For the 40 years prior to the Churban Beis Hamikdash. For those 40 years prior to the Chorban, it never turned white. The Lashon Shalzuris, it always stayed red. So why would Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai make a takana uh, to move it if it, it's, we, it never turned white when it was in his lifetime? It never happened. It's not Mishachar Habayis. Then it says that when the base of Mikdash was destroyed, then his skin Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai? It doesn't even make any sense. The flow doesn't make any sense. For the 40 years prior to the Chorban, the Lashon Shel Zahuris never turned white. And Mishachara Beis HaMikdash, he made a takana to move the Lashon Shel Zahuris out of the Beis HaMikdash. It does, 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 no way. That's why Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, that's why Rav Papa doesn't hold up Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak. So it says the Gemara Ve'idach, how would he explain himself? The 40 years that he was learning, Talmud Yoshev Lifnei Rabo Haba. He was a student sitting at the feet of his Rebbe. The Amar Milsa, he said something that made a lot of sense. The logic was still true. It was really, uh, it was just uh, an explanation of a sugya more than anything else. It wasn't, it wasn't meant to be Lemaisa for right now, but had it been that the Beis HaMikdash would have come back, that Takana would have been in place, and he just said it in his name. But it's true, Taka, that in the times of Rav Yochanan ben Zakkai, that the Lashon Shalzuris never changed colors. Let's get into the structure of Shmona Esrei of Rosh Hashanah. Says the mission on the top of Lamed Beis Medalov, Seder Bracho Samer Avos Vigvuros Vigdushas Hashem Vekolam Malchios Mahem Ve'enotokea. First, we say Avos as always, Gvuros as always, Kedusha Hashem, that's Atah Kadosh. However, of course, we know that we don't say Baruch Hashem Amelcha Kadosh much later in davening, a mistake that I have made before, where you start uh, just you're you're rolling. You got to start your Shmon Esrei over the Chorah if you do that. If you say it, unless you say Melech Kadosh, and then you can continue, but you skip to like sixty percent of what you're supposed to do. That's a problem. But anyways, uh, that the Avos Kavuras Kedushas Hashem, and then. The, the section of uh, of Malchios was included in Kedushas Hashem. It wasn't its own separate distinct bracha. The Eino Tokea. We were not Tokea after Malchios. And then what's next? Then Kedushas Hayom. Uh, right? We're going to speak specifically about the, the, the importance of the Roshan of Tokea. Then we are Tokea there. Zichronos Vitokea. Shofros Vitokea. Those two sections we read with their Psukim and then we blow Shofar. And then Ve'omer Avoda Ve'hoda Birkas Konim Dib Rav Yochanan Ben Shita Rav Yochanan ben Nuri, um, and to highlight the nuance of his shita is that we say Malchios in Kedushas Hashem without Shofar. I don't understand. If you're not going to be Tokea, then why does the Shemonesri Rosh Hashanah even bother to have Malchios mentioned? Seemingly, according to the question, it implies that Rabbi Akiva held that the Tkiah Shofar was the Ikran Shel Dvarim and not the Malchios, not the Psukim. Says the Gemara, Therefore, says the Mishnah, excuse me, six lines down. Therefore, Ella, what does Rabbi Akiva suggest? Ella, yes. Omer right? That's what he said. That's where their machlokas is in two parts. Number one is the Tanakamar of Yochanan Ben Nuri says that Malchios was included in Kedushas Hashem. 
And Rabbi Akiva says that it's not included in Kedushas Hashem, but in Kedushas Hayom. And the Tanakam, Rabbi Yochanan Ben-Nuri said that we are not okay afterwards. Rabbi Akiva says we are okay afterwards. And then Rabbi Akiva continues as she says, and the rest of davening is as we know it. So then says the Gemara as it opens seven lines down, we had said in our mission in the name of Rabbi Akiva that he asked this strange question, if we're not blowing shofar, why are we saying malchios? Says the Gemara, what are you talking about? The Torah says that we should mention it. We learned this earlier in the Masechta that malchios are based on psukim. This says the Gemara, really what was the question is, why do we still need 10 psukim? If you're going to tell me that malchios doesn't include shofar, so we should say one pasuk less. We shouldn't say 10, we should say nine. Since it's different from the others, I understand zikronus and shofar should each have 10. We're going to learn where this comes from, the salach of 10 at the bottom of the page. But uh, maybe we should say by malchios that it should be that way, and that should be the shita. That was what bothered Rabbi Akiva about Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri, is that he felt that the, there should have been another change. If you take away shofar, you also have to take away a pasuk. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan, Minayin Shomrim Avos. How do we know that we should say the paragraph of Avos in Shmona Esrei? This gets to the skeleton of every Shmona Esrei that we ever say. We never say Shmona Esrei without this. Even in the rare circumstances of saying Habinein, we always start with Avos Kuros and Kedushas Hashem. How do we know this? Shenemar Havul Hashem Bnei Elim. We should make reference to the Bnei Elim, to the ones that are very strong, the ones down here that are very strong, the Avos. That's the pasuk, what the Pasuk means. Havul Hashem Bnei Elim. That's why we say the Brach of Avos. Minayin. Shomrim Gvuros, how do we know that we say the second brach about how strong a Kodesh Baruch Hu is? Shinema, the Pasuk says, Havu Lashem Kavod Vaoz. Oz is a Kodesh Baruch Hu's strength. We nine Shomrim Kedushos, how do we know that we have to recognize the sanctity of Hashem? Shinema, Havu Lashem Kavod Shemo. Yishtach, Havu Lashem, Bahadras, Kodesh, Kedusha, fine. Uminayin Shomrim Malchios, Zechonis Vishofros. Now let's get specific into the into the Shmonasri for Rosh Hashanah. How do we know specifically that we should say Malchios, Zechonis, and Shofros? This is a Machlokas as to how we understand the following Pasuk. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Dixiv Shabbason, Zichron. How do we parse this pasuk? When we see the word Shabbason, it means Zikdushasayom. That's a reference to the sanctity of the day. That's the bracha of Atakadosh. Zikaron elu zichronos. That pasuk clearly references zichronos. Trua elu shofros. We see the link between those two as well. When the pasuk says trua, it means that we should be saying shofros. And mikra kodesh. When the pasuk says the words mikra kodesh, it's kadshayu be'asiyas malacha to make sure that we sanctify it by keeping the appropriate laws of that day, either doing the mitzvahs of the day or avoiding the isurim of the day. However, Amalar Vikiba, no, you 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 um you omitted a very simple understanding of the Pasuk. Says the Gemara, quarter of the way down, Malo Namar Shabbason. Why isn't isn't it that when you saw the word Shabbason, which means to stop, Shabbos means to stop, why didn't you assume Shvus Shabo Pasach Akasutrila? Why didn't you say at the out at the outset that we're, we need to make sure that there's a it's a day of Isra Malacha. Why did you learn it from Mikra Kodesh? Ella, therefore, says Rabbi Akiva, I darshan the Pasuk differently. Says the Gemara Shabbason. When we see the word Shabbason, we should sanctify with the actions that we do. The mitzvot I say that we should do and avoid the, the Isra Dorais as well. Zikaron elu zichronos. The word zikaron in the pasuk or zichron in the pasuk references the section of Shmona Shrev zichronos, trua elu shofros, and mikra kodesh zok tusha But either way, we see from the pasuk, no matter how you learn the pasuk, is that we need to have malchios zichronos and shofros. Minayin shomer malchios. Well, we didn't see malchios, excuse me. That's the Gemara's question. Now, minayin shomer malchios. From where do we see that we have to say malchios? Tanya, Rabbi Omer, Ani Hashem Elokechim, Ubochoros Hashvi, Zumalchos. These are two psukim that are juxtaposed. And I am Hashem, your God. And in the seventh month, that is the month of Malchus. The month of, of Tishrei is the month of Malchus. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer, I don't even need that. 
Why not? Because Harehu Omer, we have another Pasik that says, I don't need those words of Ani Hashem Elokechem that Rebbe quoted in the beginning of the Bryce because what do we learn from that from those words? Ani Hashem Elokechem. This teaches us a rule from here to apply elsewhere. Zichronos automatically brings about Malchios. So we learned already in the previous Pasuk, the Drasha that the Rishon, that the Tanaim had about the Pasuk of, uh, of Shabbason, that because we know that we have to say Zichronos, automatically we have to say uh, Malchios. Hechan Omra Sayom. Where in Shmon Esrei do we put the Bracha of Kedusha Sayom? Not at Takadosh, but the Bracha uh, that is specific about the day. Right, the bracha that we end with, uh, with Hamelach, uh, not Hamelach Kadosh of Mikadesh Yisrael. That bracha. So how do we, how do we know where to place that? That's a machlokas as well. Tanya, the Brisa writes, Rabbi Omer, Ima Malchios Omra. We say it with Malchios. Mamatzinu. The reason why is because Bechol Makom Biravis. We always find that the bracha Birchasim is always the fourth. Think about Shabbos. We do Avos, we do Gvuros, we do Atakadosh, and then we get into the Bracha of Shabbos, Mikadesh HaShabbos. By every davening, it's like that. The Bracha, not the Bracha of Kedushas HaShem, but Kedushas HaYom is always fourth. So he says, Afkan Biravi, so to over here, that's where it should be. Rashbag Omer, third of the way down, a little bit more, almost halfway down. Rashbag Omer, no. Yima Zichronos Omer, we say it with the Bracha of Zichronos. Why do we do that? Because, It's not that it's the fourth. He says it's that it's in the middle. It happens to be that the fourth in the middle coincide when there's only seven brachos. The middle bracha would be Kedushas Hayom. But here, it's not about the fourth. It's only about being in the middle. And therefore, on a day where we have Zichonos, Malchios, and Shofros, we have to move it into the middle. And that is when we would uh, say the bracha of Kedushas Hayom, Afkan Ba'emsa. Ukshakichu Bezdin Es Hashana Be'usha, when they were Makadesh, the Rosh Hashanah in Usha, Yorad, the Chazan, went down to Davin. Yorad, Rav Yochanan ben Baroka, he was the Chazan. Lifnei Rav Rashbag, ve'asakir Rav Yochanan ben Nuri. And he did like Rav Yochanan ben Nuri did in our Mishnah. Remember what our Mishnah said, is that he um, he combined Malchios with the bracha of Kedusha Sashem, and he was not okay afterwards. Amar lo, Rav Shimon, no, lo hayunogin came biyavne. That is an uncomfortable situation when the when the Gadol Hador calls you out for making a huge error in public. Not comfortable. You made a mistake. That's not the Minagin Yavna. The words Liomasheni seem to imply the next day. Okay, we'll see that that's not simple. But, anyways, the next day or at another time, the next time somebody davened, it was a different chaz, and it was Reb Chanina, and he did like Rebbe Akiva, which is that he said Malchios with Kdushas Ha Yom, not Kdushas Hashem, and they were Tokea. This is the right way to do it. So says the Gemara, this seems to imply that Rebbe Shimon ben Gamliel, Rebbe Akiva, that Rebbe Shimon ben Gamliel is in lockstep with Rebbe Akiva, but that can't be. The Amr Rabbi Akiva, as we saw in our Mishnah, Rabbi Akiva was of the opinion that Malchios in Kedushas Hayom uh, Amr Lehu, that he says Malchios with Kedushas Hayom, but Virashbag Omer Kedushas Hayom im Zichronos Amr Lehu. Oh, that doesn't work. So how can it be that the story that we just heard is that it seems to be that Rashbag holds like Rabbi Akiva when we know that they are not in lockstep? So Amr Abzera, they're not in lockstep on that point. You're correct that they disagree about what's said with the Kedusha Sayom and what's said with Kedusha Sashem. However, what, what they are in agreement about is Amar Abzer, Lomar Shetok in the Malchios. Everyone agrees that we should be Tokea by Malchios. And in fact, that's what we do. That's why um, either in your private Shmona Esrei for those shoals that have a minute to do that, but not what we do here when, you know, when the Chazan finishes 
the bracha of, of Malchias, we stop, and the Rabbi Robinson's about the Baltokeh, we do, and then we continue, and then we go to Zichronos, and then we stop. That's how we paskin. We paskin like Rav Yochanan ben Nuri, but with the blend of, of Rav Shem ben Gamliel. That's why sometimes it's very hard to paskin things from Gemara. It's because it's not clear, it's not crystal clear, but that is what the Gemara seems to conclude. Now, we had said that Yom HaSheni, then one year in Yavna, someone made a mistake, and we said Yom HaSheni, that Yorad Reb Hanina, my Sheni, Sheni the what? What are we talking about? If you want to say that, that that year had two days of Rosh Hashanah, well, this was well before the Takana that we're acclimated to of having two days of Rosh Hashanah. It always did, just simply depended on Kiddush HaChodesh. The name of the Ibruha if you're saying that there were two days of Rosh Hashanah at that time in Yavne, then that would also imply that that month of, uh, of Elul just prior to that Rosh Hashanah was Me'ubar, and that's not possible because we've seen this many times already. We've never seen such a thing. So Amar Chizda, you're right. It didn't mean that there were two days of Rosh Hashanah. My Sheni, what did it mean in this case when it said the, the Sheni the second time? The next year, the next year, there's only one day of Rosh Hashanah, but the Sheni, the second year, the not now, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean the second day, it means the second. Next Mishnah. We'll take this one all the way to the end of the page, and then we'll, almost to the end of the page, and then we'll stop. This says the Gemara in Pochsin, Measar Malchios, Measar Zichronos, Measar Shofros, 10 Psukim for each of the three primary sections of Shmon Esrei, Rabbi Yochanan Benuri Omerim, Omar Gimel Gimel Mikul, and Yasa. And this is difficult to understand. Three, three, is it three, three plus three? How does it work? Is it one of each to total three? The Gemara is going to ask and answer that question. Says the Gemara, Hani Asar Malchios, can I get me? Where do we get the number of 10 for Malchios from? Omar Rebbe. Because of the 10 praises that, uh, that David wrote in Sefer Tehillim. Now, if any of you have ever read any of Sefer Tehillim, we know that there's way more than 10 praises in Sefer Tehillim. Says the Gemara, there was way more than 10. So how did you get to 10? Says the Gemara, there's only 10 in one parak that I'm referencing. And that pasuk, it says there were 10 halaluhus, 10 praises of HaKadosh Baruch That's where the number 10 comes from. Rabbi Yosef Amar, that the number 10 comes from somewhere else. Can I get from somewhere else? Can I get a search? They're reflective of the 10 commandments. What's the connection? You need Rishonim for that. Not clear from the Gemara. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, can I get a It's from the 10 phrases with which HaKadosh Baruch created the world. Where do we find? Where do we know that this number is 10? It says the Gemara, by Yomer de Breshis. However many times it says the word Omer in uh, Parshas Breshis. says the Gemara, go look and count. You'll see it's not 10. It's it's te- it's Havu. It's only nine. says the Gemara, you're right. It only says Amira nine times in the Pesachim and Breshis, but the word Breshis itself, Breshis Hashem Shamaim Na'asu. And therefore we add in the word Breshis to make it 10. So therefore we know that 10 is the ideal number of Pesachim based on one of these uh, references. Again, it's still not super clear as to how all of these connect as to why we need 10 psukim. It's not logical from the Gemara. We need to spend more time on this and we can't, but that is what the Gemara assumes and that is how our Sidurim are built. Next, the Gemara says, Rabbi Yochanan Benuri Omer, we had said in our Mishnah, and it was a little unclear, um, I don't understand. How, how did this work out? It says the Gemara, Shalosh min HaTorah, Shalosh min HaNavim, Shalosh min HaKesuvim, Dehabutesha. Are we saying that really... It's not so much that you need 10, but Lakula, you can do three of each, which totals nine. Vika be And the difference between the Tanakam and Rav Yochanan Manuri is only one. 
only one, because in Malchios you need 10. And we're saying, okay, but if you just did three from each, you'll be fine, meaning you're only off one Pasuk. Odilma, or perhaps, maybe the leniency of Rav Yochanan and Benuri is that you only need a total of three, one from Torah, one from Nebim, one from Sudan, and then you're done. And then that's a huge difference from 10 second down to three. That's a 70% reduction. Of course, that's a big difference. Says the Gemara, let's see what the answer is. Five, six lines from the bottom. Tashma, the Bryce Raj, Titania, in Pochzin, Measara Malchios, Measar Zichornos, Measar Shofros. And you can't go less than 10 from any 10 second in any of these sections. And if you would say, uh, if you only were able to say seven, you're Yotze, Shiva Rikim, in order to correspond to the seven uh, firmaments, I believe is the art scroll's word. If I had to guess, I didn't look, but that's like such an art scroll word of that Rakia's firmaments. Anyways, Rav Yochanan ben Nuri Omar hapoches lo yifchos misheva v'im Omar shalosh mikulan yotza keneged Torah nevi'im uksuvim v'amir la keneged kohanim levi'im v'israelim. So the Gemara here is a little. Uh, it requires a little bit, a little bit of clarity beyond the words. What the Gemara is saying is like this: It can't be that what Rav Yochanan ben Nuri meant is three psukim from each, and that it's only ten. Uh, in the ideal and three, 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 nine in the Bidhiyev. It can't be that way. Because according to the other Shita, that if you can't do 10, you can do seven. It can't be seven from each. That's 21. That's more than the 10 that you're required. It has to be a total of seven, which also means that it therefore has to be a total of three. And Amar Rav Huna, Amar Shmuel, Halacha Rav Yochanan Ben Nuri, the Halacha is like Rav Yochanan Ben Nuri, that we are supposed to blend Malchios into Kedusha Sashem, although we don't pass in like the part of Rav Yochanan Ben Nuri in Shulchan Aruch where it says that we're not tokeh by Malchios because we are. We will stop right here at the Mishnah at the bottom of Lamed Beis Medalif and pick up the Mir Sashem tomorrow night. Tomorrow we're going to learn Lamed Beis, Amid Beis, Lamed Gimel, Amid Aleph, and much of Lamed Gimel, Lamed Beis. That's Wednesday. On Thursday, we're going to learn everything but the last few lines. And then on Shabbos, we'll have our scene. It'll all work out in your Hashem. Wishing you all a beautiful night.